It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Board YouTube channel for Pick and Roll, the NBA discussion and betting show that goes live every weekday around 11.20 a.m. Eastern time for, of course, those NBA free picks and discussion pieces on trending topics around the league. And as always, I'd like to open up with the recap of yesterday's plays. Before we do that, please make sure you drop a like on this stream if you find yourself enjoying along the way and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Help us on the road to 1,000 subscribers. You get notified or you get updated whenever we go live on this channel for those free picks. But let's get into the recap from yesterday's bets. And it was unfortunate, a split day here. Uh, we had two same game parlays. The first one involving two broken players really had no legs. Uh, second play involving AD and Tyus Jones is a winner, uh, which brings the record to 104 and 78 on the season, up 14.5 units. And I will say, uh, we had some issues with the second same game parlay because a line moved off. Thankfully, it did because the original bet would not have been a winner. The change bet is a winner, and it is a split day over here. Pips, your thoughts on these two bets and uh, how they went down? So, I'll say maybe the first the Houston Rockets bet was kind of not great because when the game started, when I saw like first couple of possessions, I just knew like okay, this one will be tough because Spencer DVD wasn't there to pause, pause the ball. Like, <laughs> he scored a lot. <laughs> yeah, he was just, yeah, he was getting back his points, buckets. Yeah, he... And also Cameron Johnson was poor shooting, so he end, end up not playing in the fourth. Missed so many shots, like, I think he was two for nine I think yeah he was two for nine so yeah that that's not something I expected and in the end Dinvidi took uh, so many shots and yeah it was Mikael, Mikael Bridges and Spencer Dinvidi show against the Houston Rockets I was thinking like okay they will be up the entire game Spencer Dinvidi is known that he doesn't force a lot when they are up when teams are up and yeah that's it nothing to do it like that so uh we'll move into today's bets uh unfortunate one and one it has been a winning week so far two and one on the week and there are two official plays for today's uh for, for today's show let's get into them now make sure we get those lines in so two official bets going first of all to the bulls and the nuggets uh, this is a play that Pips has grown very fond of recently, and it is Jokic on the assist line, paired with, with seven and a half assists, paired with Michael Porter Jr. over two and a half threes. Uh, this one is available. Also, there is the three plus, I, I believe it is, I don't know if there's two sections, but it's either three plus or over two and a half threes for Michael Porter Jr. Just make yeah. sure you're checking for the milestone lines. Yeah, yeah, make sure you're checking for those milestone lines. But plus 100 at DraftKings. Uh, I would say that typically when this play is given out, it is gone very quickly. So get this one in while you can. Uh, second play, oh, some graphs will show. Second play is in the Mavericks game against the Pelicans. Pelicans in dire need 
of some wins here to even get into the play-in tournament at this point. And uh, two key players that could factor into that are Brandon Ingram, over 23.5 points, paired with Jonas Valanciunas, 10-plus points. Again, this one is on the milestones line. Uh, when you're on DraftKings, there are two seconds for player props. I want to remind you guys, so make sure you check the second one for JV here. 10-plus points, minus 110 odds at DraftKings. So two DraftKings plays here to get us going for the show. And Pips, let's get started with the first play. Um, New Jokic on the assist, Porter on the threes. Again, this is one that you have really grown fond of. And why you take it away? So uh, this is standard bet against the Chicago Bulls. Main main creator over on assist and best shooter, wing shooter over on threes. That had great success, great success over throughout the season. Uh, the first game they played this season it was early into the season. I think it was like like th- three weeks in the season. They these two teams played and Jokic had 14 assists, uh, which is 14 assists on the road. So that's that. I'll just explain how significant that is. Uh, he had 14 assists on the road with Michael Porter Jr. scoring six threes. So almost, and it was a blowout. So these guys, if they got the minutes, they will clear their lines by double digits. Like, I think if Jokic had played in the fourth, he will get to the 16 assists. Wow. And Porter Jr. had six threes in, in three quarters. So that's huge. Uh, that's the thing that Chicago Bulls is doing over helping uh, inside, and they will throw bodies at Jokic. They will, they're, they're just poor on defense. And with Beverly and Caruso probably starting, maybe they go to the they're, they're changing depending on the matchup. So I can, I, I could see like Patrick Williams starting tonight, but no matter what, uh. George Jamal Murray is in a difficult matchup. Jokic, I don't think Jokic will force anything. So it's it's down to Michael Porter Jr. to just shoot the lights out. And yeah, this is just too good of a matchup to don't to, to not use this. And you can show the graphs, it looks perfect. So this is Jokic at home. So very interesting thing with Jokic is as we can see, his average at home is 11.2. So that's his average assist at home. And if you take a look at away, same number of games, he had 8.5. So like 11.2 assist average at home and 8.5 away. That's that's almost like two and a, that's 2.7 difference between home and away split for Nikola Jokic. And he had 14 assists against the Bulls in the last game away from home. So, like, he's doing very way worse on, on away with assists, and he had away for uh, 14 assists against the Bulls. So, I just think this the, the bigger part of this bet is obviously Michael Porter, Michael Porter Jr. So, if you take a look at this, Michael Porter Jr., <laughs> this, is, this is Michael Porter Jr., uh, last 10 games at home. And yeah, this is just unbelievable. He's shooting the lights out, and yeah. <laughs> this is probably the best matchup. Yeah, and this is probably the best matchup out of all this so far. So he cleared nine of the last ten. And if you take a look at the data, 
Bulls are probably the, the best matchup for him. So no one able to guard him one one on one. So no one like it's Lavin, it's DeRozan, even Patrick Williams is not great at chasing guys around. So he has a good matchup. Bulls overall allowing third most threes over the last over the last uh, 15 games. So that's great. So everything 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 looks great. The only game he didn't cover. It was a blowout against the Memphis in the last quarter where he shot two for seven. So yeah, just and it was Dylan Brooks matchup, with, and that's that's not easy for anyone. So yeah, I, I just think this is great, great spot with Mike Porter Jr. with Jokic combined. So reminder on this one, uh, the Jokic assist line. Uh, this is a play that has been on the show a couple of times. This one can go quickly. So I always encourage the viewers and listeners to come on YouTube and watch us live here. And uh, you can join guys like Matt getting in the plays at the correct line at the right price nice and early. But let's move now into the second official bet. We're going to the New Orleans Pelicans. We were both very high on the Pelicans and uh, injuries mixed with a whole host of issues has really derailed their season here. But you're back in two other players to go over on their points here. Take us through their matchup with the Mavericks. So this one is similar to Michael Porter Jr., I would say, because it's it's a matchup thing. I think everyone in the world watched the Phoenix Suns. Everyone that, that, that follows the NBA watched the Suns game against the the Ma- Ma- Mavericks. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone saw like they were triple teaming KD on every possession in his court 37. <laughs> I would say Ingram is like the light version of KD. Like size, yeah. sh- the way he's shooting mid-range, like everything everything of Ingram in, it reminds us of KD and he's the light version. So if they couldn't have, they didn't have anyone to even slow down KD and double team him like every time he touched the ball, do the basketball, Ingram will do the same. And thing is, Ingram will probably have higher higher usage because KD is not the guy that will force stuff so much. But Ingram is like, if if KD didn't have amazing scoring, there are still Aiton, there is still uh, Booker that will score like thirty points. Uh, with the Pelicans, it's either Ingram scores or it's CJ, and CJ lately isn't scoring great. Like. He's coveraging by 20 points. So it's down to Ingram to just be very aggressive. And also Dallas Mavericks defense, very poor since the trade. Like last game we saw Mark Lowry scoring 33. Even Taylor Horton Tucker had like Taylor Horton Tucker had 24 points in that game. Game earlier we saw KD and Booker 37-36. So in the same game we had two guys scoring 36-37 points. Game before that, they played against the 76ers. He had Maxi 29, Harden 27, and B 35. Everyone covering this line. Game earlier, Tyrese Halliburton had 32. So, like, they are the third worst. They're allowing the third most points over the since the trade, Dallas Mavericks. And as I said, they don't have any size to, to guard him. And he was just shoot over everyone and get to the line. And yeah, I just, I just think this is unbelievable yeah. matchup for him. No Finney and, Smith, no Finney Smith. Like there's just nobody put on this type of player, and uh, that's a yeah. big loss. And I think another thing is Jonas' uh, last game against the Kings played 32 minutes. 
So with him like playing huge minutes, I think uh, we you can show the graph for Jonas. That's the that's the graph showing Jonas minutes. Uh, Jonas clearing rate when he gets the 24 or more minutes. As you can see, he cleared out in 36 out of 38 games, and most of the time he cleared way above the the line. He he averages 17 points, and that's some game including Zion, but and. There is there is no Larry Nane Jr. So Jonas should get the decent minutes, and with there with them not being able to defend, uh, don't, don't, not having great defensive players for the guarding Ingram and, and, and CJ, they will probably overcommit, and that will open up a lot of space for Jonas also. But the bigger part of this bet is Brandon Ingram. And we can see over the last 10 games, he covered this line in eight, average 27 and a half, and great matchup against poor defense in a hard pace with no one being able to guard him and him being very aggressive. He should be able to cover this line only unless he shots like five from 20 or something. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Look, like the play here, some good matchups for those spots. We'll recap them at the end of the show. Uh, before we do that, of course, we always like to bring in some uh, additional discussion into this. And we've talked a lot about the Western Conference. And every time we talk about the West, we talk about the Sacramento Kings. When we talk about the Sacramento Kings, we kind of brush them off as like, oh, this unserious team near the top of the West. All of a sudden, the Kings are now in the two seed in the NBA's Western Conference. With the issues going on in Memphis, it's possible they remain as the two seed here. And yeah, I wouldn't say they get a favorable matchup in the in the first round because of, you know you could still end up with like the Clippers, the Warriors, still a lot of good teams there. But they're the two seed. They've been playing very very well. There was expectation that yes they would improve this season, but definitely not to this degree. It has Mike Brown last time I checked as the favorite to win Coach of the Year. All that being said, when it comes to the playoffs, Pips. Do you think they are an actual threat to any team here? Or is this the team that everybody lower in the West, they want to get this team first round? Uh, I think Suns could get in the second spot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Till the end of the season, mm-hmm. there are two points there, so you could see yeah, yeah. that Kings probably in the third spot or in the fourth. It's it will be like third or the, for my in my opinion third or the fourth spot, which mm-hmm. is still doesn't make anything like they are they are probably have home home advantage, and like it's you you won't be able to know who is in fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth spot. Till the playing is over or the last game of the regular season, so that I don't think that really matters because it's like you are not don't have any say in who, who are you going to play in the, the first round, no matter what place you finish. Mm-hmm. But I'll say that Kings are it's 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 De'Aaron Fox like he's he's having so underrated season that it's 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 unbelievable because he will just. Be there on the floor, 
play the game, and then then the fourth quarter when the fourth quarter comes, like <laughs> he'll just score like 15 points every night, day in day out, like unbelievable scoring when he decides to be aggressive. So they won a ton of close games because yeah, the iron is unbelievable. Um, clutch, they yes, have, clutch. Yeah, Sabonis is great with everything. They have some great shooters. All around, great offensive team. But that's it. Offensive team. So, and it's, and also they have the great coach. Like, uh, I spoke about it like a couple of times on the show. Like, the way he just adjusts during the game and exploits the weaknesses of the opponent. He will just find something that works and he will just spam it all the time, like, and kill you. And that's thing, and that's thing, that's a plus for the playoffs, and because that's very important in the playoffs. But I still don't think they are able to guard anyone, and that's very important in the playoffs. Out of every out of sixteen teams that go into the playoffs, I'll say like for one hundred percent that Kings will have the worst defense, and I think that's a big issue. Of yep. course, you can outscore opponents, but you need to get some stops, and that will be the issue. Like they don't have any like five negative defenders on in the starting five. Like no one able to guard. The coach is doing great with some adjustments throughout the games to stop to do something like with with schemes and everything. But still. When, it, when it, it's a playoff time, I think they will have very, very so many problems with 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 defense and also what other teams will just try harder. Like Kings are playing out of the world, but they are playing like 100% in in every game so far this season, and that that's that that's the thing. Like I don't know, if you remember when the Hawks when in the in the East. Killing everyone in the in the regular season, and then when it's time for like when you have like everyone like zoned in in the playoffs, like you you lose that advantage. I I would say like Kings, I was also like Knicks two seasons ago. They were just tips playing 40 minutes a game every started and trying very hard in 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 the in the regular season, and then first round they exit in, in the playoffs and. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that from the Kings. I'm not saying they are not good. They're, they're playing amazing and very interesting to watch, and they are a great team. But I wouldn't be surprised if they if they were a first-round exit because they need, like, this offseason, they need to add some defensive stoppers. I think Harrison Barnes should, could and needed to be traded. Like, this trade deadline, like, mm. they can get, like, someone... 3 and D guy for him or in his spot, and that will help this team a lot. At least some point of attack defender. And Harrison Barnes is a great role player. I'll say like he's a great role player. He can get you buckets. He can like do something. But I don't think this Kings team needs him. And I think he is the player that that's that's easy easy to to replace and for better. So that's the thing for, for the Kings. Yeah, interesting. Um, I, I like the points you make on the Kings there. 
let, let's kind of play a game here with the Kings. So they're the two seed right now. Let's say the NBA season ended today. Uh, the Timberwolves and Clippers would be playing in the play-in tournament game that would decide who plays the Kings as the two seed. What would you set the line at for the series if they were playing the Timberwolves? And what would you set the line at for the series playing the Clippers, if you can kind of guess or estimate that? If, if Kings are... If Kings are playing the clip uh, the Wolves, I'll say I'll say probably the Kings winning in six or seven, but I will have Kings winning. Uh, if they are playing the the Clippers, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not kind Clippers or the lot since the Westbrook trade. They're playing so out of like their pace is not suitable for these players and their defense is terrible i don't know how can you have like so many positive defensive players and with support defense so i don't i don't actually know like in that series i i could see like clippers winning and i could see kings winning which is maybe the clippers would be favored in that series i i think the clippers would be like minus 140. yeah I think it's even higher. Like I think 40 to 70, I was thinking. Yeah, and I'll see that will be value on the Kings in that series. I agree. Yeah. That, that's something yeah. I was going to say. I think yeah. that I always feel like the Clippers, uh, like the, the Nets before they traded KD and Kyrie, uh, the Clippers, the Lakers are always very, very overrated in some of these series markets. And um, and like they're, they're to make the playoff markets. Like it was crazy. The the Brooklyn Nets to win the championship were fav. They were like the seventh, eighth seed last season. They were one of the favorites to win the championship. They were a top three, four favorites in the championship all throughout the year. And then the sports books realized like, oh, they're not even going to make the playoffs. So we should probably change that. Uh, unfortunately, no, no markets on some stuff like that. But yeah, I think the Clippers will be favored. But I, I think I, I would like to take a stab on the Kings at the right price there, though. I don't think yeah. they win that series. If the price is right, that'd be an interesting one. But I like the insight on the Kings there. Um, let's see how they fare for the rest of the season. It's an exciting time. They haven't made the playoffs since, what, 2006? The home crowd is rocking. They have an excellent crowd, excellent home court advantage. They're going to have seemingly home court advantage for the playoffs. So um, I, I think Kings fans are just happy to be in the playoffs. But uh, if that team wins this series, oh, man, watch out. All right, let's get into the recap of today's bets. Uh, two official plays for today. Pretty good slate. For NBA for the NBA today on a Wednesday. First of all, oh excuse me. First of all, we are going to the Bulls and Nuggets for a play that has become pretty popular on the show here. Um, Jokic over seven and a half assists paired with Michael Porter Jr. over two and a half threes or three plus threes on the milestone line there. Plus one hundred odds at DraftKings. Hopefully you guys can still get this one. We encourage you as always to come watch the show live here around eleven twenty a.m. Eastern time to ensure you get the right prices and the second play. Mavericks at Pelicans. Pelicans need a win. Going with Brandon Ingram over 23 and a half points. And Jonas Valanciunas, 10 plus points. Once again, that is on the milestone line for JV. Minus 120 at DraftKings. That has been your show. If you want to catch more content from myself, I'm going live on the Hammer HQ YouTube channel for Champions League Watch that. Party. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, just check uh, this second pile of Jokic and, and Jamal Murray. Uh, not Jamal Murray. Ma- Michael, Michael Porter Jr. 
Okay, so I I screwed it up. Sorry, I, I thought it was plus one ten, but one hundred and ten. But it's I I clicked on Murray. Not, not okay. So sorry, guys. Like <laughs> disregard, disregard. Yeah. All right, as yeah. I was saying, uh, I'm gonna be live on the Hammer HQ YouTube channel at two forty five p.m. Eastern time to watch along the Champions League games. I'll be joined by Joey Kanish, Rob Pozzola, Alex Moreto for that one. If you want more sports betting content, and you're a fan of soccer. But if you're a fan of basketball, make sure you subscribe to the Board YouTube channel. We go live every weekday right here, and uh, we give out picks. Pips gets out his picks. We go through some discussion topics. So get along for the ride by subscribing. Rate and review five stars on podcast if you're listening over there. Drop a like on this stream if you enjoyed. And we'll see you tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll.